Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 7th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan! <laughs> doing okay. Woke <laughs> up woke up quite worse for the wear. Turns out my bears woke up worse for the wear in London. What happened? I, I, I had a birthday party. A five-year-old's birthday party today. I missed all the whole one o'clock slate. I was just kind of... Hey, you didn't miss much. You missed a... a a shitty backup quarterback playing like a, you know, backup quarterback plays when a team's got a week to prepare for him. What's with the defense? I saw the Raiders, the guy, that running back had some success. I saw at least according to box score. I don't know. They, they played really bad. <laughs> they, they got, they got a bunch of injuries and then, uh, can we give up on the London series? Like, what's, what's the, what are we, what's the well, point of that? Whole that's thing? like the thing. Nagy uh, brought him over there. You know, now that it's like he, the, the Raiders were there all week. Nagy okay. flew him out Thursday. <laughs> and they looked life. They looked lifeless out there. You got to climatize as they all, you know, that's why these guys go over the open championship, but he should have called, you know, Ricky Fowler or somebody. Yeah. It's some advice. So, so anyways, yeah, horrible loss. Yeah, you got to beat the Raiders. Good teams win that game by 20. Does that count as a home game for you or for the, I assume the Raiders. The Raiders give up the home game. Unfortunately, for the Oakland fans, don't really have a home right now, more or less. Yeah, the the city of Chicago would be an uproar if we lost a home Bears game. It's kind of actually like a ridiculous thing. That's not happening. Yeah. Not happening. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, you got you got a big night tonight. I gotta. I hate waiting. We will keep waiting for Sunday nights and Monday nights. I mean, I, wish, I don't know. That... I wish I was waiting right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Victory Monday. We'll see. Could be ugly. Uh, yeah. Full full day of birthday parties, uh, bounce house supervision stuff like that. We got home tonight. My wife's like looking at the calendar. She's like, "We have birthday parties the next five Sundays." Oh my god! I'm just basically going to not be able to watch football the next five weeks. So it goes. Um, Birthday parties, worse for the wear. Soccer games. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst. The worst for the wear is when you have soccer games. You're like shaking off the cobwebs. You leave your house at like nine, and you're not home till like three, and you're just like lifeless, struggling. Just need water, need Advil, and all of a sudden you're. Do just you like, like lay down in the grass? <laughs> I sat down at one point. I found a tree. It wasn't even hot out. It was like 65. Sat under a tree, just hiding. Um, all right, so let's get to the golf. Take a nap. You Big imagine week. taking a nap during a kid's <laughs> soccer game. It was just degenerate. <laughs> God.
Um, all right, let's get to the golf. The Shriners Hospitals for Children open. Kevin Na wins in Las Vegas in a playoff with Patrick Cantley, two UCLA Bruins. Um, kind of back and forth. A little bit of a pillow fight on the back nine. Some How about that? Shots. Triple bogey. Did you see on, that? On 10? Yeah. Did you see the shots? No, I didn't actually. Oh my god, it was a complete. I like was like, it was so funny because I was watching, I was like flipping back and forth between football, and I was like not turned, and and I was just like, well, this is kind of boring. He's up four, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden he got himself behind this tree, and then he was just just short of the green, and he started playing ping pong <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> It was unbelievable. I've never seen a, pro, a a guy leading a golf tournament hit so many bad shots on one hole. <laughs> so then he, he hit it in the hazard on 16. Cantley then yeah. hits it in the hazard on 17. Uh, Cantley's birdie putt, I thought, should have fell, fallen at 18. It was a tough yeah. break. But I don't know. It was a big week for Lup. Big week for living under par. I mean, just crazy 60s, mid-60s, low-60s. Um, Nah had a 61 and a 62. Cantley had a 66, 64, 63, and somehow didn't have a 54 hole lead. But I saw uh, Sean Martin tweeted, uh, unearthed a nice little nugget about Tony Finau. He shot uh, 62, I think it was on Saturday. It was the lowest, or it's the first time anyone's ever shot 62 or more better, obviously, with a. Uh, Negative strokes gained on the greens. Negative strokes gained putting. Still shot 62. This, do you see the Justin Ray stat? No. What was, was that? It, so Kevin uh, became it was the first player to win a full field PGA Tour event with negative strokes gained tee to green since the tour began keeping the statistic 15 years ago. Holy cow. <laughs> he was negative tee to green? Yeah. Wow. That's he made hard it, to do. He, he I think he made, made the most feet of putts in any tournament set the record i think it was 558 feet i want to say don't quote me on that but um yeah 558 feet and 11 inches is what i see he gained 14 shots on the greens in the week wow what do you think about that i mean we're probably the wrong people to talk we're not advanced analytics like what what do you think about the stat of like feet made of putts it's it's I think it's a good stat. It's indicative of some things, but not necessarily. Yeah, like obviously, if you don't hit the ball very good, you've got a much greater opportunity sure. of racking up feet made of putts. But at right. the same time, like, like you can like a guy that shoots sixty eight and you know basically you know had two putt birdies on every par five, like just didn't make anything. Like it shows, like wow, he shot sixty eight and he made like you know. 25 feet of putts yeah Yeah. so i think like that it's it shows to a certain extent because like a lot of times when you make the 30 footers like one of those or two of those it's like you're gonna shoot a good score right right because it's just something that normally doesn't happen i'm sure it definitely unearths the statistical anomaly like that was a crazy unsustainable round, but nah, just putted lights out. Holy cow! There are so many sixty threes or better. Just scanning this, so many guys. You see, uh, I was reading an article by Will Gray, 
fully in, fully also a big proponent of just adjusted par. Really? So he, I mean, he just th- sprinkled in this little shot. He goes, Phil Mickelson, who shot posted a 67 on Sunday, which was basically the equivalent adjust or was the equivalent of an even par round. That's what he said. Shot 67. That's great. Good stuff from Will Gray, our guy, getting in on a adjusted par life. How about Chase Kepka was in the mix until he got, you know, vaporized on Saturday? Until he, yeah, yeah. Did our guy Hopper make the cutter? Did he go? Oh, he went. He went Romo, yeah. seventy-one, the sixty-eight, seventy-one. Knew that was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh, what do you? I mean, do you have any comments on the the Stern test that was? TPC Summerlin. You what'd you say on Friday? They're playing golf in a dome. Yes, a dome. No wind. <laughs> you know, climate controlled setting. S- slow gr- slow grass. Uh, just a you know, flat desert. Yeah. Land. So, so it, it's just. I mean, it's if you're looking for championship like type conditions that we see in majors, like you're never going to get that in in Arizona. You're never going to get that in and vegas because frankly there shouldn't even be golf courses here so they require a ton of water (laughs) it's the grass is gonna be a slow surface um it's just like impossible to build a really compelling golf course like a truly great compelling golf course in the desert almost sure it's like very difficult and the conditions are never going to lend themselves to really you know interesting golf at the professional level god you remember the dove mountain course where they had the match play where there's the snowstorm yeah uh, I, that was annually even the players hated that like uh you know these guys i don't know why i mean maybe because it was not a live under par fiesta but yeah they, that was like always rated last in the player surveys dove mountain uh um, hey let me ask you a question is Kevin Please. Kevin Na sneakily a better version of Chucky Triple Six? Mm, that's a good one. I'd say Paul Casey's a better version of Chucky Chucky Triple Sticks. Or is that is he too good to be? He's that? too good. Um, nah, I don't know. Has he had the staying power as long as, as Chucky? I mean, he's been on tour forever. He's ton, ton of top tens, right? Tons of top tens. Do you know how much how much money? I was you just know, looking it up. You know, you know what number he is on the the all greatest go- greatest golfers of all time list. <laughs> the I'll career say, money list. I'll say like forty fifth, twenty ninth. Oh my god, where's Hal? Um, like oh, I closed twelfth or something. Fifteen. God. I don't I think see. I don't think Howell's that because uh, you know uh, now wins more than Howell does. Well, now he has. He's won two Vegas. He won Greenbrier. Two, uh, he's won Greenbrier, Colonial, and Vegas in the last I don't know calendar year about. Yeah, um, a little more than a calendar year. But he hadn't won. Hadn't it been like eight years? He picked he up a bunch of yards recently. How, how do you think that happened? I don't know. He picked up like six yards. He could have gotten swing speed faster. He's using a three-year-old driver, though. Oh. A, lot, a lot of hits to the face of it. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not inferring anything. But he picked up 
picked up like seven yards off the okay. tee, which I I mean it makes a huge difference. Right. That's why. And then he all of a sudden he's winning more. Right. Which is you know it kind of coincides with everything. We we know how important distance is now. Guys are just going for speed, nothing else. Just well, I'm sure other parts, but that that's the primary. Charles Howell is uh is nineteenth. Oh man. How many career wins? Like I think two? he's got two. RSM, the gladry. Which maybe shouldn't exist is my usual argument for that. That's that's such a bad tournament to go on that stake. Like it's just so it's a it's a bad take. Oh, it's yeah. a bad take? That that tournament shouldn't exist. Like why like, why do we need it? Why do we need that? Well, who's served by that? Who's going to that in November? It's a resort community. I mean, it's a great community. I'm not besmirching Sea Island at all. I just like I'm just not sure what that's adding to the tour. I, I don't think we need a event in Vegas. Like all these things. Like event Vegas October sixth. Like what? I I don't get it. All you right. don't think that you don't think Vegas deserves a, a PGA Tour event? No, it should. It should have one. But I just don't like. I don't know. Fall series doesn't seem like the time to give it to them. The thing about the fall series now is it's like. <laughs> A significant chunk of the season. Like this is there are a lot of tournaments right now. Points. It's just kind of nuts because it's like the the rest of the season is so compact. Compact. It becomes a sprint all of a sudden. And was last year's FedEx Cup technically shorter than this year would be because of the change in schedule? Did we lose like four events? I want to say no, but I don't know. I feel like it because I'm thinking about it. It's like we we picked up a month. September. Yeah, right. I'm not sure. Maybe there's an asterisk uh, with Rory's Player of the Year. (laughs) FedEx Cup title. Shortened season. Like when the Spurs won the lockout. The NBA (laughs) lockout. (laughs) What a good take. That's great. We need to put an asterisk by it. It wasn't a full season. A full allotment of points wasn't out there for the <laughs> on the table. You just just like half a FedEx Cup. That's good. That's a good take. I like that. Wait till someone corrects us and says there's like one less event. But well, right. then there's still still an asterisk. <laughs> all right. Any other thoughts on Shriners? Um, Cantlay seemed extra extra icy. Really, like a big. I the last hour plus he refused to shake hands with Slugger White and the Imperial Potentate, the Shriners guy, who we're not making fun of them. They do amazing work. But um like he refused to shake hands with those guys. He was just he just seemed really pissed off, red ass. That he didn't he, win? Just I don't know. He's got this like a little bit of read element to him. I mean, they're partners in that Zurich thing. Uh, he he just seemed a little grumpy. It didn't seem pleasant the last ninety plus minutes of the event. And I understand he had a couple of missed putts, but it was it was beyond that. He just seemed icy. I really like Patrick Cantlay outside yeah. of the fact that he's extraordinarily slow. He was pulling the trigger pretty quick today. I I don't know. Like now it hit, and then he was he was ready to go. 
Um, because he was usually past not these portions I was watching. I just love that he's not like friendly to people. I like and, that. Yeah. To be clear, this wasn't a critique of him being icy. It just seemed noticeable that he was. Uh, yeah, that didn't seem like the most. You know, he's not a thirst bucket. Effervescent chap. He is not a thirst bucket. He knows he's really good and doesn't really care. Yeah, you know? he doesn't. He doesn't go out craving media attention. You know, he he would actually prefer never to talk to anybody. And Does I love that. Buddy, buddies yeah. with everybody. Just go, goes and golfs well. You know. Yeah. He'll be keeps good on him, the keeps himself. President's Cup. Good on these cup teams. Yeah, maybe not. You know, not maybe he won't talk to anybody the whole week though. That could be true. Could but be, even with Bruxy, could be a good combo. Oh yeah, they'd be really good. I mean, he he's like a machine. Right. No, no, no. He is. He should have won. He should he should have won today. I don't know. Kevin not made a triple bogey and hit a ball in the water. Yeah, his three putt bogey on eighteen. He just You know how crazy it is a guy won with a triple bogey on the back nine of his round? Final round. And hit a ball in the water. (laughs) It's kind of nuts. It's indicative of putting a 62 and 61 on the board in the two preceding rounds. Yeah. That kind of right. gives you gives you a little cushion. Um, they do need they need to do an adjusted par. It's kind of just mind-boggling. All right, let's move up. Across you realize how hard it is to shoot 61. And then yeah. especially it, the day after shooting 62. For to take well, right. It's crazy. It's like take absolutely unbelievable we'll take will gray at face value it's like six under honestly like i I, if you put him on like a 5700 yard muni i'd be impressed with anybody shooting 62 61 let alone like it's just insane how good how good these guys are yeah uh all right let's jump across the pond john rom wins the uh spanish open second year in a row he's won it He's now number one in the race to Dubai. Um, it's huge. The big thing that all the Euro writers were putting up was that he's now he got to his fifth win at a faster pace than Seve Ballesteros. He's got five Euro, European Tour wins and 39 starts, and Seve needed like 49 to get to his fifth. So, I don't know. This I, is, saw, I saw this Nosferatu tweet. Our buddy over Nosferatu. At VC606. Yeah. Stat of the week. John Rahm has now won eight out of a total of 88 official OWGR events played, finishing top 10 in 43 of these events. Keep in mind, this includes his amateur events. Right. The the top three players with the highest percentage of top 10 uh, highest percentage of top 10 finishes since the inception of the OWGR. Tiger Woods, 57.5%. John Rahm, 48.9%. Rory McIlroy, 48.7%. So here's a little factoid John Rahm is 24. Yeah. Cameron Champ is 24. Yeah. Like, think about it. like John Rahm is only twenty four. He's won eight times. All right. right, eight. It's insane. It's just insane. Doesn't get the 
does he get the same treatment? Would you say he gets the liver under the commercial treatment, the feature group treatment? Probably, right? We just I don't mean, pay it. We take it for granted. I feel like he's he's he hasn't even been around that long, but oh. I think people are just like because he runs hot, like yeah. they just like oh, it's, you know, he's like unbelievable. I know. I how many guys do you think like? 30 and un- eh, thirty and under will have better careers than him. Um, right, They're on the tour right now. One of the two tours. Like how many 30 and under guys? Realistically, like Rob's a super... He, I mean, he hasn't been outside the top 10 in the world in like basically since he turned pro. No, I know. It was right away. I mean, it was... Uh, <laughs> like What was it? Congressional, the event at Congressional? He's like... You know, T three or whatever. It just yeah. immediately as soon as he turned pro. Twenty, yeah, and he didn't get into the FedEx Cup because of the crooked bullshit system. <laughs> so Kepka's under thirty, right? Kep, yeah. So Rom, Rom hasn't been ranked outside the top ten since since the twenty seventeen Memorial. That's ridiculous. It's like hey, Rory's been outside the top ten. Ricky's yeah. been outside the top ten. Uh, yeah. Like you know, it's just insane to think about. The consistency, like that's the the Nosferatu tweet, really like highlights how he never plays really bad. Really, I think he's the best under thirty player in the world, not named Brooksy. What that, JT? JT's in there, yeah, of course. I the yeah, okay, yeah. JT's I, what twenty six, twenty seven, twenty six sounds right. It's not it's inconceivable to, to think that. 2020 could be the year Rom just wins like five times, six times. Yeah, I could see that. He play. I feel like he plays a lot too. He, he? I mean, he does both sides of the pond, but he plays like the the Bob Hope. He plays Zurich with Ryan Palmer. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, he play. I feel like he plays a fair amount. If, so he's got two wins this year. He had three la- uh three the year before and three the year before that this is a ri- ridiculously consistent yeah so that i mean that this event today wasn't even close it, the field admittedly is not real deep but you know what though won two irish opens two spanish opens he won by five it was like that was like rcb like made it you know closer than than that even with like a bunch of birdies at the end but the thing was- people bag on on guys that win like an event like this but like Really great players go over there and win big. Yeah. Like yeah. against a small field. Like Brooksy did it, did it the Dunlop Phoenix. Like you go over against a weak field and they beat them up. Just yeah. like just like great football teams beat up the Raiders. You do you you play what's in front of you. Yeah. And you get in there and you win by a lot, then you and people say you should have won by a lot. I mean you did what you had to do. It's not it, like yeah. It's like what what the Patriots do. They go bad team. They they just blow them out. And yeah. Rom went to this weak field, blew them out. Yeah. So Euro Euro Tour. That's your Spanish Open. The per, payout was slim pickings. Two hundred fifty thousand euro for winning. Less Man. than a Champions Tour event. I think. This so this year he's got two wins, two seconds, two thirds. And then nine other top tens in twenty three events. Yeah, insane. Yep. All right. On the LPGA, Cheyenne Knight. 
wins in uh, her hometown of sorts. The uh, Volunteers of America Classic wins by two over Brittany Altamare and uh, Jay Murray Green. Wins by two. Uh, she's a rookie. Yeah. Only it, the third American to uh, win a stroke play event in like 26 LPGA events this year. From she's, Texas. She's like, yeah, she slept in her own bed Saturday night. She's like 60 miles away. She's a rookie. She hasn't had a good year and was like on the verge of losing her car. I think you need to be in the top 100 in the money list. She was at 120. This top obviously shoots her up and has her secure for next year. Um, good, good win. Broke down, cried, you know, dedicated to her brother. Um, who uh, died was killed by a drunk driver. So it was just, I mean, you like to see American rookies win some events, only the third to win. So did you see this, uh, Symmetra tour, uh, yeah. story, the, the Q school thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'll I, let I, you pronounce the name. You I'm have not the name even, I'm not even going to try. I can't, I, I literally cannot. I'm not, I'm not going to try. All right. So she missed her. She missed her pro-am. Yeah. Mind mind M. I'm just going to say mind M. Is it even mind? Is that uh, yeah, okay. Mind, mind M. M. All right. She's uh she's 10th, she was 10th in the the Volvic race for the card on the Symmetra tour. She missed her tee time for a Wednesday pro am. So right. then she wasn't allowed to play the event. <laughs> so had the wrong tee time or had the time zone something like, yeah, yeah brutal so then she had to just sit and wait you know and uh i think she got through yeah she did she she held on she stayed at number 10 it's kind of kind of crazy that she didn't lose her spot yeah yeah so so, uh those are results kevin nah cheyenne knight on the lpga and uh john ron overseas the spanish open any other results we still got to hit on q school we've kind of been neglecting it I can hit. I we can do a little rundown. You want to? I mean, I got, I've been getting texts all weekend from friends and listeners alike that Drew Love, little boy Drew, and the man on the moon. Little boy Drew had a good uh, good run. He he made it through first stage. Um, first stage. Yep. Good I, for him. We want to see him do this. Right? I texted a buddy that uh, Drew got through, and the, he replied with surprise he didn't get an exemption in the second stage. <laughs> But I like Drew's grinding it out. Yeah. This is all we asked for, more or less. Yes. Like, it's just like, don't take these handout exemptions without even trying the other stuff, too. Like, you can do both. It would make it a little bit more palatable. But So, in uh, in Nebraska, T.K. Kelly birdies last three to get in on the number. Pretty cool. Jordan, Big fans of T.K. here, right? Jordan Niebrugge got through. I, You know, he's, he's been kind of... go of it, right? I kind know. Of up finished. and down. Finished T six in the open as an am. Aaron Hills? Uh, no, no, the open championship. It was uh oh, that's okay. It was the same year as Paul Dunn. It may it might have been yeah. uh St. Andrews. Yes, it, yes, he was up there. ZJ. Yep. Yep. Uh Nick Hardy, Illinois guy out of uh got out of there. Um what's he been doing? He just kind of yeah. grinding on the web? No, he wasn't on the web last he's year. Trying to get on the web, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um. He he he's Mondayed into a few things. Um, right. Had some sponsors. So uh, Lexi Thompson's brother Curtis got out of uh out out of the breakers. Reese Jones course down in Palm Beach. Okay. Uh, as well as Braden Thornberry, Dylan Meyer, DJ Defunk, 
Jack hmm? Ma- Jack McGuire, guy that got screwed infamously at the U.S. <laughs> Open. Probably would be on the PGA Tour now if it wasn't for that. Come on. We will forever talk about that. Just having a web event opposite the U.S. Open. But, okay. Unfortunately, uh, Sonny Abacoa missed out. They didn't. He's very comfortable down in in the Palm Beach area. Minor league golf tour career money list number one. Sonny Kim or Sonny Abacoa, as some like to call him. Is uh he did not Is make it out. Sonny Abacoa? Yeah, he's he's dominant at Abacoa. Yeah, somebody Front of the program was calling him that a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. So, in New York. so he's uh, he's number one number one on the money list. <laughs> career money so list on the minor league. Fountains and Sonny Abacoa? Is that Dude, what we're going with there? I I believe uh, you know, we might try and put this together, but I believe the greatest next match will be uh, you know, People like people talked about Tiger Phil, like Sonny Abacoa versus Stevie Fountains, home and home. (laughs) Could they do that in the same day? How far apart are those places? Oh, they're they're thirty minutes apart. Easy to do. Home and home. Yeah, home and home. There you go. Maybe maybe when I'm playing the trilogy, this this winter, you can officiate it. Yeah. Yeah, periscope or whatever the hell they call that nowadays. All right, all right, uh, moving on. Yeah, we, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. This one, uh, we're we're at Lakeland, Lakeland. All right, we got Luis Gagne, Nick Voak. Luis Gagne played at LSU. Yeah, I watched him last year at Chinnacock for a little bit. Um, stuff, stuff. Austin Truslow, he's been in some stuff. Yep. Um. Yep. He's been a subject of fan vote Friday Junior as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this one's kind of boring. Lakeland, yeah, Lakeland was. Do me a favor. What? What? Do we know what second stage is? What? When that starts? Do we, it how much time? In like two weeks. Have? Don't that? Isn't there a break? Quit a bit of a break. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Dan Wetterich, you know, nephew of the great Ryder Cup player, got out of. Right. Uh, Got out of Canapolis, uh, uh, North Carolina. That's where Drew Love came out of, I think. Yeah, right? little boy Drew, T16. <laughs> plays at Ohio State, Wetterick. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's pro now. Right, I mean, yeah, played at Ohio State. Gavin Hall, that's the name, you know, from the from the past. Alex Molly from Duke, another good player. Sure. Um, sure. Then, uh, then all the other stuff happened like two weeks ago, so... We don't okay. need to talk about that. We we're, maybe we'll have a real real expert come on. Yeah, or just be more prepared. We'll dive into it, or have somebody who knows who's in on this stuff. Yeah, uh, t- tell some fun stories about Q School. But Q School is obviously a pri- priority for us in the these fall months. Oh yeah. All right, we've uh, really prioritized it lately. <laughs> we have not. Yeah, we can't say it's a priority until Pri- we prioritize it. Well, last year we got a lot of mileage out of that. I know. Um, last year we we we've we've been losing ourselves. We got to get back into it. Get back to our roots. It starts this. Uh, it's not even done. First stage. There's two more sites. Jesus. Okay. It's huge. <laughs> it's a long, drawn out process. Um. All right. Let's hit some uh, hit some news real quick. Sound good? Let's talk news. Are you all right? Where's lost the mic there for a minute? All right, Houston Open this week. Field 
stinks. Not good. They're not happy either. They're no top 30 players in the world uh, in the uh, in the field. I wonder this why. Is, uh, why. Why do you think that? Like, let's time le- and- legitimately think about why this is the case. Why, why are there nobody there? Why is there nobody there? Time and circumstance, time and place. What? Well, we got one of those stupid cash grab. L- yeah, yeah, Asia swing. Well, you can give everybody a bunch of big pile of money to show up to Asia, and uh, sure enough, the week before, nobody comes to Houston. What a surprise! Got some uh, fiery quotes from the tournament director. Via uh, yes, Art Strickland, a uh, longtime writer, writing for Golf. dot com in this article. Colby Calloway who's the tournament director. I've been doing this for 13 months and I know I've looked a lot of players in the eye who said they were coming and they are not here now. So I'm a little surprised, but it is what it is. It's a different time in the fall. Callaway said, I'm learning that in the fall players are interested in chasing the big money internationally and playing overseas. That's not up to me to figure out, but up to the tour to help out because there are tournaments here who are saying, what about us? Hopefully, we can force the tour's hand to move us. Pretty interesting. Kind of calling out the tour. You know, this is this is a this is a when you start saying all these events are so important. Yep. Some are yep. going to lose. We've been talking about this for months. Well, this is the issue. Like these these are it's a, it's it's a very fine line. These the tour walks here where you like these tournaments are all competing products, right? Like these, yeah. these tournament directors like are f- like they're on the same tour, same schedule working together, sort of, but really all just trying to one up each other. Like I, I, I always draw the analogy, like, you know, PJ tour is not a league like other sports leagues, but like if they were like the tournament directors would be like GMs of teams, right? They're always yeah. trying to, kind of out. it's not a perfect analogy, but like, they're they're competing against each other and you know when you start larding up the schedule with wgc's elevated status international like an event like the houston open which should have a solid to strong field and a a good date is kind of left the left in the dust because whatever they don't have valero attached to it like the one in san Antonio. like it's just it's a good story too because like golf they weren't going to have an event there but it was done the astros owner uh jim crane yep like said all right i'm going to take care of this and then banded a bunch of local businesses together because like they don't they don't have the big title like they used to have uh shell shell but they don't have the big title sponsor but it's a bunch of other businesses that ponied up the same money that's cool. And they're just getting treated like shit. <laughs> Great logo now, though. One of the better logos. Wait, uh, wait. Yeah. It's like, like the, the Astros kind of motif with like the orange. It's, it's pretty cool. Which, I mean, if the Astros are playing the ALCS or I guess ALDS probably still this week, could, could add a little juice. I, don't, I mean, I don't. The, the tournament director does need to focus on what they have. They got Jackie Robinson teeing it up this week. Beauregard? Yeah. Oh my god. Really? 
Hey, can you do a can you do a Jonathan Bird deep dive for for Wednesday? Sure. You already called for Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Sure. Once hit a hole in one at TPC Summerlin in the dark. Played the hits. We're in the bird zone. Guys made a lot of money. Oh yeah, tons all they So I mean, this this guy, this Colby Callaway guy, you know, he goes better. He believes better times are ahead with kind of this being a bridge year and moving to a new new venue. But like when they suggested, you know, will Kepka Brooks play because he's kind of serving as a consultant to Tom Doak on that Memorial Park? Callaway mm-hmm. goes, you would think, but one thing I've learned is to never take anything for granted. I would. I mean, I assume Kepka's going to show up, right? At least I, the first one. He's got to show up the first one, right? I thought he would be in this field. Yeah. Well, he's got to go defend the CJ Cup, do all that. I mean, uh, is he in the Zozo? I'm not sure. I'm sure he. I mean, you go over there and you just get a bunch. Like, if you go play those three events, you make. You could come in dead last and make two hundred grand, probably. Yeah, you see, he missed the cut and then just went out in Vegas with Jenna all weekend. Maybe he purposely missed the cut. I could see that. I would. I, you could convince me. Well, uh, I mean, we might need to consult. Who was it that was it? Spartan Butters. Yeah, the <laughs> wedding came up with the the wedding theory. Yeah, that could. I, there could be a Vegas theory with Kafka too. Sure. Although you may, I'm, maybe him and Jenna got married in Vegas. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like we would have seen that. Well, could have kept it kept it under wraps. Yeah, little little quick thing out there in Vegas. Uh, um. <clears throat> anyways, the tour I'm sure does not like being called out. Hopefully, they, we can force the tour's hand to move us. That they're not going to react kindly to that in Ponte Vedra. I don't know. They just—they're just. It's not how many gonna... how many drivers do you think failed this week? Uh out of thirty tested, I would say two. I just got you. Got to think like with everything going public. That... Well, we don't know. We don't even know if there was a test that happened. You know, like how how are we even? We don't even know anything. Right. Maybe they maybe they tested five instead of thirty. Maybe they tested none. Maybe the tester got sick. Maybe we maybe the machine got lost on the what, way down. From... What happens if the tester calls in sick? <laughs> Just no tests. Everybody's off the hook. When are they doing it again? Tuesdays? Is it Tuesday of tournament week? Wednesday? I don't know. I, I might it's... need to go to the next event and just sit outside the <laughs> testing station. We gotta do that. You gotta do that. Did you pass? Just bring your... <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna try to move you 500 yards away from wherever this trailer is, or they're doing this. Just get your binoculars out, track them, write down every name that goes in and out, find them that week. Maybe take pictures of everybody's bag before before say I'm doing a what's in the bag article. <laughs> yeah, that's believable. Yeah, big new what's in the bag series at Friday.com. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 equipment experts. Hey, did you pass? Can you imagine that Andy running up on these people as they come out of the trailer? Hey, did you pass? God, uh 
no. Anyways, Houston Open taking a hit this week. You hate to see it. You know what? They're taking a hit, but they they came back with a with a with a, a punch, new life with a punch of their own. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I looked a bunch of guys in the eye, and now they're not here. Ba- all right, Baby Walrus is is there. Oh, all right, we'll get into this Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Let's should we let's finish with. Some Bryson. You see Bryson? Yes. I right, saw Bryson. Via, via Nick Menta on golfchannel.com. <laughs> so Bryson apparently has big things planned. He's got a month and a half off. I'm going to come back next year and look like a different person. All right. Can I read you this quote? Like, re- Listen to this very closely. Listen and try to make sense of this. Bigger, period. Way stronger, period. Not necessarily bigger, but just stronger in general. I'm going to probably look a lot bigger. He did he just go, contradict himself three times? Bigger, way stronger. Not necessarily bigger, just stronger in general. I'm going to probably look a lot bigger. What? Is, which one is it? I'm confused. Is he going to look bigger or not? He just went back and forth. But it's going to be a fun month and a half off. I've never been able to do this, and I'm going to do things that are going to be a lot of fun. This, according to Mensa, is work with Greg Roskopf, who DeChambeau has collaborated with in the past to study his own brain waves. The goal, and this is a quote, is to make sure the neurological threshold is just as high as the mechanical threshold. Do you know what that means? Uh, no, I have no clue. I don't think he knows what that means either, though. <laughs> That's the issue. These are just words. Word salad. Just words. Neurological threshold. I mean, what? what's the neurological threshold, you know, at a major versus the Shriners? You know, what, I, I, what are these words? What do these even mean? The neurological threshold is just as high as the mechanical threshold, which means, you know... I don't know. He's going to put on a bunch of muscle. You're going to see some pretty big changes in my body, which is going to be a good thing. I'm going to be hitting it a lot farther. So sounds like Bryson's getting in the gym or doing something with brain waves. I, I don't he know. He should talk to Kevin now. See how Kevin got seven extra yards. We need like a, you know how they have these like, these like fact check services like like washington post has like politifact or something like that and they you do like three pinocchios if it's just totally obscene state absurd statement like five pinocchios we need we need a service for bryson we just need a a running service a running blog of you know fact check what do these words mean is this a real thing is it terminal velocity that's you know not actually terminal velocity like what 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 did Bryson say? You know, that probably drive him a little batty, more so than you chasing him around with a stopwatch. See, it would it would drive him nuts. So did you see did you see this other thing where he talked about we could always be on the third standard deviation of our entire our whole entire uh, life. I saw a tweet about that. Didn't somebody Scott Fawcett tweet like? <laughs> What do you say? Scott Fawcett tweeted, aka Bryson not understanding the definition of third standard deviation. 
What was his quote? What uh, you want? You want to hear the whole thing? It was yeah. all about about. Uh, can you? Uh, so the question was: Can you put into words how oh, hard no, it, is it? Do we want? I don't know if we want to hear it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Bryson replies: How hard is it to maintain that level of excellence? He goes: There are so many things that have to go right in uh, in life. In life. No, yeah, in life. I was talking to a poker player a couple nights ago, talking about luck, talking about how sometimes people get really lucky for long periods of time. As we look at what should happen over the course of your lifetime, it's too difficult to even know what statistically should happen because our lifetimes are so small compared to the infinite amount of time. We could always be on the third standard deviation of our whole entire life. Which all that means is you can have really weird stuff to you happen the whole your whole life. It could. Or be normal. Or be the opposite and vice versa. What does that fucking mean? That's where it's so weird. I mean he keeps going. We just said like I mean I we don't know what it means, but these golf writers aren't they're able to fact check him on this or say like this i mean my assumption is to take it never take it at face value and assume it's gobbledygook whereas like a lot of people might take it at face value and be like this guy is brilliant so i have this theory and uh everybody's an idiot right yep like i'm i'm an idiot i know i'm a huge idiot yeah i'm an idiot too. especially a lot of things in life i'm an idiot Right? Yeah, sure. But there's only one thing worse than an idiot. And that's an idiot that doesn't know he's an idiot. And I call them morons. And Bryson appears to be a moron. We're all idiots. You just got to understand where you have, you're an idiot. You have to, if you understand you're an idiot, yeah, you're, and we're, yeah, you're great. Yeah. yeah, you're good. But the worst people in the world are the idiots that don't know they're idiots. Yeah, that's well put. I appreciate that. And that's, if you read his quotes closely, yeah, you should be able to suss that out. All right. With that, we're going to call it a the standard third deviation or whatever it was. That's a little too heavy for Monday morning. I, think I hope I'm on my third standard deviation of my life. I'm always on it. <laughs> I'm living in my third standard deviation. Hey, yeah. hey, man! What what deviation are you living in? <laughs> I was on the second one at soccer on Saturday. Whatever, whatever that is. <laughs> I think that that's like a. You might have come back from being dead. <laughs> healthy, real healthy. All right, everyone. What enjoy was your- that movie? The sleep movie. The one where you could go in different levels. It was back of the oh god chris nolan the chris nolan movie i think i'm not sure it was like you know you you go into different levels of consciousness yes well yes. i can't remember what it was called didn't it win the oscar christopher yeah. nolan <laughs> yeah god drive me crazy i i can't think of the name that's bryson is with his deviations it's just like that what? i can't wait can we we 
thank God for Getty Images because like I can't wait to see if he looks any different in in six weeks. Do you think he's gonna look different? Inception. Inception is right. that is the what I was thinking. Uh, he's in the Presence Cup, so I mean he's not he's not that long away. You know, we're not gonna it's not gonna be Kapalua or whatever until we see him. Do you think he's gonna look different though? He made all those claims like he, you gotta no. look different now. No, no, I don't. Right? I mean, we, we, I I think you can get. I'm not whatever. I'm not a person. You know what? One I'm of the last the, person that should be talking about this. You know like, what they? You know what they say? One of the best post workout uh, uh, things to chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Maybe it's a ploy just to drink more chocolate milk. <laughs> I don't know that it's possible. Just drinking every grocery store out of chocolate milk. Every town he goes into. So, all right. I don't, I yeah yeah I'm done. What what? You seem excited about something there. I just Bryce is just unbelievable. <laughs> he's great. I mean he's he's awful, but it, it, great in an awful way, <laughs> or awful but great in a way. I don't know how I'm trying to say that. You're not on the third deviation. Right I might now. be in yeah bigger, way stronger. Not necessarily bigger, but just stronger. I'm going to look probably a lot bigger, whatever that means. I I, mean, I can't can't follow it. All right, all right. Everyone, enjoy your Mondays. We will uh, check in with you on Wednesday.